Hello and welcome to All Things Ethical, the podcast where we discuss modern day issues from an ethical point of view. My name is Georgina. I have my Masters of Science in Ethics and Public Policy. And I'm Taylor. I've dropped my phone in a toilet five times, four of which were the same toilet. Sounds like a good story. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> Just kept doing it. At Wake least... up in the morning, drop your phone in the toilet. Was it? Was it the same morning? No, that I wouldn't. I wouldn't count it that much if it was the same morning. But it was definitely, definitely a a, a reoccurring thing. I feel like everyone has dropped their phone in the toilet at least once. I feel like if you don't, like, that is such a modern problem, too. It really is. Like, no one dropped the wall-hanging rotary dial phone in the toilet. That's never happened. No, well, no, that's never happened. I have once dropped uh, a cordless phone Mm -hmm. in a sink when I was doing dishes. Okay, I guess. So. That's close. But, you know, I've done, I've dropped my phone in the toilet several times because it's been in my back pocket so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know i guess yeah. that brings up several issues why am i bringing my phone to the toilet why why these books don't exist anymore <laughs> i can't read the shampoo label anymore it's true georgina now that we've covered that what are what are we here to cover this week all right so this week we are going to discuss the very hot topic of vaccines uh, however, we're going to look at it through a lens of utilitarianism, where that plays a part, and paternalism, and should the government get involved uh, with parental autonomy? Mm, I knew some of those words. Okay. All right. Well, let's start. So util- utilitarianism, mm-hmm. it is the belief that in order to go about life in an ethical manner, you need to make decisions that are going to make the largest number of people happy. Mm, I see. If you are truly living a utilitarian lifestyle, you're going to make a decision that maybe doesn't make you happy, but you realize makes a large number of people happy. So you're saying the greater good. The greater good. The greater good. Yes. Um, so a lot of times this is this type of ethics outlook is mm-hmm. uh, presented to students in the trolley problem. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, is that where we have to decide how many people we're going to run over? Yes. My answer has always been turn it sideways, run over all the people. Okay, well, I don't think I have ever heard that. <laughs> yeah, you got to roll it. Yeah. You hit it real hard, and then you roll it, and then you can take out both tracks. Wait, what were we trying to do? <laughs> uh, and, and there are criticisms with that, with the trolley problem. I mean, it, it isn't very realistic, and then you can start... Yeah, because it's got a trolley in it. You ever see one of those? I haven't. I mean, I guess if you were in San Francisco, maybe. <laughs> well, in that case, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Plenty of people in there. We needed to lower population level there you go all right well anyone listening in san francisco you know how to go about it <laughs> those uh tweets can be directed at top five underscore podcast um 
And as far as the trolley problem goes, a lot of times people will expand upon it because if you're just saying, you know, four people or five people are on this track, one person's on this track, most people are going to choose, at least most Western culture, people living Mm -hmm. in the UK and the US will choose, yeah, I'm going to kill that one person. Sure. Um, it, it changes, of course, when you say, all right, say that's your mother. That's, mm. that's the individual. Mm. So, so we're definitely killing that one person. <laughs> right I in time kid. for Mother's Day. I love my mother. Mm. Mm. So, uh, so yeah. That and does change it though. It does change it. Yeah, it does. And, and, you know, obviously you can add other examples. That's but a lot of thoughts to be thinking of when you're driving a speeding trolley that has no brakes but can switch tracks um okay all right interesting interesting so if i was a utilitarian would i run over five hitlers to save one gandhi that's right five hitlers the cloning process worked i guess you would Okay. Yeah, and right. um, yeah, I guess you you would because you're thinking of the greater good. So right. it's, it's not even an individual. Um, one of the examples I read that is sort of an interesting food for thought is the obviously very hypothetical mm-hmm. um, question of as a nation we have a huge shortage of organ donors right which is very confusing because the fuck are you doing with them and so we could possibly Mm -hmm. from a utilitarian uh point of view say well what we can do to solve this issue is we can go around and gather all the homeless people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and use them as organ donors ah and the while argument, they're alive uh in the example i've read they get killed they're killed because oh. we need to use all of their okay organs. i just wanted to make sure that this wasn't like after they had passed you might want to leave the livers alone but the rest of it you could probably mm-hmm. get out of them well, I mean, that's what I always said was eat the babies to solve the starvation and overpopulation in Ireland. <laughs> was that the modest proposal? I it, can't remember it was. who Do wrote you, that. I don't remember who wrote it either. It was an Irishman. Well. I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember either, but I, I do remember that okay. uh, that essay. Interesting. So, Interesting. Yeah, I, I guess something like that, except the argument is that homeless people are, are typically, and this is an assumption, are typically unhappy. Sure. And so we're putting these individuals out of their misery. But more importantly, we are making other people happy by being able to give them viable organs. Sure. The only, okay, I mean... Yeah, I get I get what they're saying with that one. I mean, there's definitely way more homeless people than people waiting for organ transplants from homeless people, which is not the greater good. <laughs> but I mean, eh, whatever. I don't know. I would just mandate uh, corpse corpse harvesting for not just their organs but um, their faces to make masks for uh, cereal. I've been watching a lot of Game of Thrones. I'm so sorry. Um, interesting. So how does that play into Wow. Whoa. That guy has more robot farts in the trunk of his car than anyone else. He is so cool. 
I'm so wet right now. Is that your neighbor? I don't know. Someone's been driving by with that that subwoofer like all week. And I have no idea who it is. But like the windows were rattling, the dishes were coming apart. I'm like, uh, uh, we're we're in a soundproof room. How does this happen? (laughs) Yes, that does actually bring up a good question. (laughs) It legitimately does. Um, That's okay. A very famous podcast back in the day used to have to take breaks for when uh, airplanes went by. And they had a song, like they'd play a little, a little jam while they waited for the airplane to go by. The the other day, I was in a meeting with my colleague, and he in his office, they're making renovations, mm-hmm. and so there was some kind of like noise behind him, but it it sounded like he was out on a tarmac with airplanes flying Ugh. over him. So, Georgina, how does utilitarianism relate to our our vaccine issue? Well, the argument here can be that despite what you may think, Mm -hmm. despite if it makes you unhappy, as an individual, I think the vaccine issue really, the issue isn't so much uh, autonomy, which is the right to Mm -hmm. self-govern. In this case, we could say bodily autonomy, Really, I think this is more a question of parental autonomy because the argument here is a lot of parents have is I shouldn't have to vaccinate my child Mm -hmm. if Mm -hmm. I don't want to. Mm -hmm. So, but I guess the first question we have to ask is, are vaccinations good for society? Mm. Well, they're definitely good for herd immunity. They are. Yes. Um, the, The big thing is not everyone can have a vaccine. Because they will actually die, people with compromised immune systems. Uh, or people who are a billion years old and lived through measles and just didn't get them or whatever. Or people like myself who actually had to get chicken pox, which is some bullshit. I've had the chicken pox. Is that something that they now vaccinate? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, my brother and sister did not have chicken pox. Oh, so okay. even amongst the same generation, only a few years apart... Uh, no no chicken pox hmm. but now like if i'm exposed to the chicken pox like if someone brings their goddamn chicken pox to i guess my place of business i don't know where they would bring them to that i'm in public to the rock concert we'll say um i can get the fucking shingles and die ah <laughs> uh, yeah my sister had the shingles and yeah. i thought that was something only um older people got but mm-hmm. apparently yeah, it, it's adults. Yeah, just it's adults. adults. Yeah. Old people do get it because they all had chicken pox, but... Yeah. But you can get a shingles shot. Can you? I believe so. I feel like I I've know. seen that. Probably. In, in Walgreens. So, okay. So, exactly. Um, so, we can... I think we can both agree. I agree very much. Mm-hmm. Vaccinations are there for not just the good of the individual, mm-hmm. but the good of society but georgina they will make my kid autistic so and i know that if you believe that you're stupid and should be guillotined in front of a log oh sorry that's my answer to everything now georgina i didn't tell you guillotine okay well uh do you know that that was still a method of execution yes in the 70s yes (laughs) i've seen photographs it's amazing it's very it's very humane I wouldn't want to hurt these people. I just want their head to be removed from their body. Well, 
kind of along that vein mm-hmm. is um, countries now are coming up with ways to, I, I guess we could say inventicize uh, people vaccinating their kids. Uh-huh. Um, for example, Iceland. You cannot travel and visit Iceland mm-hmm. unless you have proof that you have all your vaccine. Or I guess you're up to date with your vaccines. People who play Plague Inc. will know uh, Iceland is the hardest to take over with your disease because they have so few people in and out. What is this? It's a game? Oh, it's a game where you try to get the whole world infected with some disease. Oh, there is an actually there is actually a game about bio warfare. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's, I didn't that's actually kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. And I always thought that they should add like anti vaxxers as like a buff. Like you can do better if a country has a lot of anti vaxxers. Well, and you can. Then you you can. In real life. Y- yes. Yeah. Hmm. No, uh, yeah, that's interesting about Iceland, though. But they're, they're very forward-thinking people, aren't they? They are. Um, Australia has a uh, a rule mm-hmm. that you... So, I read two things. One, that um, if a parent decides not to vaccinate their child, they don't get the tax break. In Australia? In Australia. Okay. Um, which is... I think a pretty sizable tax break. Oh, I'm um, sure. I believe also on top of that, if you do receive benefits and not just the, the tax break, you mm. do not, you forfeit that benefit Interesting. if you don't vaccinate your child. Uh, I would definitely say, well, it's socialized medicine, correct, in Australia? It is. So that I mean, brings up another question. Government-run medicine, if you're not going to play their game, why do you get to get their free shit? Agreed. Yeah, I guess agreed. you pay taxes, but I mean, if yeah. you're gonna be a dick about it and be a big dumb idiot, um, <laughs> I have I have so little. I, I went on a, a binge today. I was like, I don't get it. How come? Like, I don't know. Maybe they are bad for you. They're like, you got mercury in them. That's bad. And then I looked up. No, they don't. Why do we think they do? I think didn't they used to? Yeah, I'm like 18 dickety too. Okay. Oh, I didn't realize it was that far back. Uh, yeah, it was like a long, long time ago. Hmm. I, I don't know. I, re- I tried to find the study that was like, it causes autism. They're like, yeah, you can't even read that study anymore because that person was uh, had his medical license revoked because of it. So I actually watched a documentary on YouTube, and I am no way trying to promote um, a anti-vaccine mm-hmm. way of thinking. Mm-hmm. But I do think it is interesting sometimes to see and hear, okay, what is it that these people truly think? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's called uh, For the Greater Good. Mm. And it, it interviews this one doctor who, you know, said that he did believe that there are some issues with vaccines. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it interviews a patient who believes that she um, had brain swelling due to a vaccine that she received and then obviously you have parents who who believe it causes Mm -hmm. autism i have read that the reason why people tend to see um autism arise in their child Mm -hmm. around the time they get that vaccine is it's just because that's That's the age yeah that's the age um so but i guess one of the questions is okay so let's say that Yes, maybe one in a thousand, and that's mm-hmm. actually 
incredibly high. So how about we say one in every 3,000 sure. child mm-hmm. does run the risk of getting autism. Sure. With getting vaccinated. Is, is that okay? As a society, should we be okay with that kind of sacrifice? I mean, the stigma attached to children with autism that I'm finding amongst this anti-vax movement is frankly horrifying. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, that kid's got autism. That's still like a child, you dick. <laughs> you fucking ass, it happens. Chill out. Um, and I, I mean, I grew up in the nerd culture, so I'm, I am close to home with a lot of spurgy individuals, but I mean, well, and I think that also brings up, um, when I, so when I was growing up and, you know, let me know if this was the case for you, I don't remember, uh, people being labeled as autistic. I know that the, uh, the term and the diagnosis has definitely been broadened since oh, immensely immensely yeah. Um, so yeah I, I my i have a cousin that actually works in the field and uh and i mean she won't diagnose someone because that's not her job even right. though i asked her to and i was like what do you think this guy and she's like i'm not a diagnostic you asked if you asked her yeah. she thought you were autistic no not me oh okay else. i didn't do two thumbs um but uh it, She'll say it was. It's a very. They call it a spectrum for a reason because right. it is immensely broad. I mean, one of the kids I knew growing up. Um, no, I'm not gonna say his name. But uh, one of the kids I knew growing up uh, was always like just a weird guy. And then he's like, "Oh, it turns out I have autism." I'm like, one, we all pretty much knew. And two, you're a grown adult now. It doesn't matter. Like it's too late for whatever. Is... It's too late to go changing yourself now, based on just someone going by the way you have autism it's like yeah probably still a normal dude got a job Hmm. well uh and they actually say that some of the renowned geniuses of history uh probably did have autism which is why they were able to thomas jefferson was recently on that list really i hadn't heard that i had heard uh einstein yeah definitely einstein you look Uh, at the way he's dressed and now, nowadays, they say that the reason we don't have these geniuses that we used to in history mm-hmm. is because we typically now have people working in groups. So, um, for example, NASA as a, sure. as a group will discover things. Right, right, because um, it's full of Nazis. Oh, I'm sorry. Wrong podcast. You, you don't like NASA? No, I do like NASA. But it's also full of Nazis. Oh, I didn't know that. Not anymore. Okay. Used to be. Well, I'll have to listen to this podcast <laughs> that discusses Nazis and NASA. Oh, it's called Project Paperclip. It's a real thing. Oh. Uh, Werner von Braun, who invented the the out of orbit rocket, was a Nazi. Oh, you know, actually, yes. Now that you say that, I have heard that NASA yeah. came out of. Uh, it was after World War Two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We stole all the Nazi scientists, and we're mm. like. Can you get to space instead of killing people? I'm like, okay. Yeah. Uh, I have heard that. Yeah. I'm off topic. I'm sorry. No, that's all right. Uh, So, and the reason why we don't see that kind of level of brilliance is because Mm. we medicate it out of people. Mm. Now, 
I guess we could say maybe the quality of life back in the day. Yes, you were brilliant. You were discovering things, but maybe it was very lonely and yeah. and isolating. So um, I think that goes to what you were saying, how, and I don't think it's just the anti-vaxxers. I think it's as a society. That's yeah, true. Um, we do have a stigma against autism. Like that is something that I think, I mean, because you, you can't diagnose it when you're pregnant with um, the fetus. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it is, I think a lot, it's something that a lot of parents fear. I have to say that's something I would fear if I had a, a child. I, I get it because it's not, it's going to be an enormous level of difficulty up. You're going to be playing, you know, parenthood on hard mode when you might not have played parenthood before. Yeah. Um, so I get that, but I don't under, not, I get that. And I, that I understand. It's scary. It's very scary. Yeah, And you it should is. be scared. But it's not so scary that you have to be like, well, maybe my kid will get, you know, mumps and his balls will fall off, but at least he's not autistic. And that's an insane decision to be like, well, maybe my kid dies and someone else's kid dies. Yeah. Maybe I take down the whole, uh, you know, state. But, man, if I have to, like, take my kid to a class after school, I am going to be pissed. Well... Uh, right now, mm-hmm. I, and I, I looked it up for New York. We're a pretty lenient state. Doesn't surprise me, yeah. but there are um, three exemptions that parents um, can claim. I mm-hmm. mean, obviously, you can't claim all three. Sure. Um, to not having your kid vaccinated and still allowing them into daycare or okay. school. Um, so the first one is medical. Um, see, that actually does seem fairly reasonable to me if it's a legitimate medical. Oh, y- yeah, issue. absolutely. I'm sure you got to get a doctor to sign off on that because if you've got, you if you're yeah. Bubble Boy and you have weakened immune system, right. and they they pump you full of whatever um, MMR, you're gonna you're gonna get sick. You're gonna die. <laughs> and there are apparently some some kids, and I'm sure they grow up and and this doesn't go away as an adult that truly are allergic to certain things in. Mm-hmm. Uh, inoculations so that does seem legitimate i i wasn't able to find out every like it's it didn't go into like exactly what medically had to be proven mm-hmm. uh, but that doesn't matter because the other two would be religious great uh, which not surprising to me either since you know we are a country founded on uh religious freedom that's fair do we know any religions that are like don't vaccinate uh, so where, apparently when people claim that they are not vaccinating or they don't mm-hmm. believe in vaccinations, um, they it can often be because they are Hindu, Buddhist. This surprised me. Buddhist, that's some bullshit because those guys don't care about anything. You can do whatever you want. You'll be fine. I believe certain sects of... Uh, Christianity. I mean, I was I was betting on some weird shit. Like, um, that's right. I'm gonna make a hard stand here. Sorry, Jehovah's Witnesses, but you got weird rules. Yes. So, because um, they get the blood transfusion they, rule. They do. Yeah, they do. So more religions than you would think. Hmm. Interesting. That is interesting. Um, and then the personal or philosophical belief, and that is just. Pretty much. That's anything. That's anything. So, um, 
apparently if you have a child you're going to take them to daycare mm-hmm. or school now i think private mm-hmm. daycares may be able to say no well, i'm sure they can yeah but i think public school mm-hmm. uh although i think that is changing all a parent has to do is just write a letter saying this is why i don't believe in in vaccines and and that's how we get them then they get the guillotine we vaccinate their kids boom problem well, solved good episode georgina <laughs> Oh, sorry. Um, interestingly enough, no gu- guillotines. However, mm. if you go to Iceland and you and your child, although I feel like the interesting thing is I think most parents, anti-vax mm-hmm. parents, are mm-hmm. probably vaccinated because this is a fairly new... Yeah, generally, yeah. Um, but if you go to Iceland and it's found that your child is not vaccinated, they will, the government, mm-hmm. uh, will take your child and vaccinate them and the parents will be put in quarantine <laughs> that's fucking crazy so um so i, I guess that, that, calls, that is crazy yeah that is crazy i didn't I, I was like they're gonna ship you home they're gonna vaccinate you oh well yeah. you know what probably free there it probably is free well okay so i think that that is another question uh we don't have free health care in this country no we don't i haven't heard though any uh anti-vaxxer claim it's because of cost that's never been an argument I've heard. I haven't heard that either, but the price of having a baby in this country is so exorbitant, so preposterously expensive. I'm sure once you're like, they're like, you know, 900 for your vaccines. You're like, whatever, just put it on my tab. You know, I've already got to pay, what, 10 grand for pooping a baby. So. And that's with healthcare. Yeah. Now, I'm sure it does have something to do with your income, but I guess vaccines are, I mean, they are expensive, so... I'm sure, but I mean, you know, a lot of life-saving things are. Um, I I think one of the reasons it might not be an issue of price is because I'm finding that the people on the forefront of this are upper-middle-class white women. Yes. Yes. The scourge of our society. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I, I think... I think it might have been... So, the first time I ever really um, watched a documentary or heard anything about the anti-vaccine movement was on uh, Frontline. Mm -hmm. And I would recommend anyone to watch it. Now, it is PBS, so it... It's going to um, affirm that vaccinations are good. Mm -hmm. Um, But very interesting anyway they interviewed this woman middle-class white mother who i think was in oregon because it seems that this started in oregon hippies washington and she was saying you know i'm smart i have a phd this woman has a phd in english okay maybe read a book yeah yeah all right that's i mean all right i'm Um, not gonna make fun of anyone's weird degrees here georgina yeah, I mean, but that is not her. No, that's not you know. her. I have a PhD, but yeah, but like not that kind of not that kind of PhD. Yeah, yeah. Like so, so does my dentist. I'm not gonna go ask her. Right, you're not gonna go to your dentist and say, "Can you please help me discuss the Dickensian point of view of orphans?" And no, I'd go to Georgina for that. <laughs> that's how you were raised, right? <laughs> sure. On the streets of <laughs> jolly London. So, um. So I, I guess, you know, uh, I would say from a societal point of view, if mm-hmm. we're going, and I think that most societies are set up um, with a utilitarian 
foundation. However, maybe not as much the U.S. Because I, I think that as a country, we have this idea of kind of making it on your own. Uh, um, yes. So, but coming back to that question, you know, is it okay to say, all right, well, maybe there is a chance that people are going to get autism or brain swelling, or maybe they're going to die. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a society, we're okay with that. I mean, I am. So, I mean, I, I would say I am too, but then I think, well, okay, but vaccinations have worked for me. Um, yeah. And I don't have a child that I believe were, was harmed. Right, right. So, and, and who gets to decide? I mean... There are certain elements of paternalism that rule our society and and that being this idea or this policy that those in power, so maybe the government, Mm -hmm. I know some, you know, I know people are going to argue the doctors or the like pharmaceutical companies, but I I think in this case, the government, Mm -hmm. do they get to say, you know, we're going to force these rules and these policies because we know better. We're in a power of authority. Well, you know, it's the the American government takes stands on things like that in very strange places, Mm. um, such as our drinking laws are 21, which is very high for the entire world. It is. It's it. That's an old, old drinker. Yes. Whereas if you're in the Netherlands, you just got to see over the bar. Um, 16. The drinking age is 16. So okay. is Denmark. Um, anyway. I didn't know that. I, I knew a, our, our foreign exchange student in high school was from Denmark, and she was mad she couldn't get a drink anywhere. I'm like, you're a junior in high school. <laughs> I couldn't drink when I was a junior in college. Uh, that never stopped any junior no. I knew in high school. <laughs> oh, it certainly didn't stop us. So she um, probably was just mad she couldn't go into a store and buy Right. It? I okay. think that was more it. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. But we the American government takes very strange of what it is happy to license. You need to be a barber, you have to have a license. To drive, right. you have to have a license. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also strange how many things are like, they don't give a shit about. Right. Um, and also how many uh, 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 human body parts they do attempt to regulate. I mean, sodomy was illegal until like 1980. Right, and, and maybe, I mean, as a woman, I feel like being paternalistic about vaccines seems reasonable when there are a bunch of men who want to regulate, you know, what I can do with my body. True story. So, um, so I guess when it comes to mandatory vaccines, yeah, no, maybe you can't force people, but then you don't get to be part of society. Mm, we send them to an island. Well, we send them to Iceland, and then they get vaccinated. <laughs> and then they get vaccinated. Yeah, <laughs> they I mean, won't know. We'll be like, you're just going to an island, and then when they wake up in Reykjavik and they're vaccinated, that's right. I said Reykjavik twice on this podcast, not this one, the other one. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, well, I guess yes. Okay, or you, you essentially don't get to put your kid in mm. daycare or school in fact you don't get to take your kid anywhere you get to be in a bunker in montana mm-hmm. you know i am all for ostracizing people but what is troubling is some people do that to themselves and usually they end up all dying uh, uh mm. waco texas for example right or they create the mormon church which is filled with 
abuse and horrifying sexual crimes. But uh, suck it, Mormons. I don't care. Clean up your shit. <laughs> Taking a hard stand. Do you know any Mormons? I've never met a decent Mormon. Really? Because I've only met decent Oh, I'm sure. Mormons. They're probably real mellow because they just finished molesting someone. I'm sorry. That's not nice. But they cover up all of their sexual crimes and they never let it out. They are just as bad as the Catholic Church. Wow. Okay. Hard um, stand. I I only know really decent. You're probably right, but I've only met like one, and he was a dick. Okay, okay, well, um, and a cannibal. I'm just gonna start making stuff up now. Okay, I already said the craziest thing. That's true. Let's make up some weird shit. Um, you're right. You're right. So you know when people isolate themselves, bad things tend to happen, and so. Maybe the question should be, and and also these are not adults not being vaccinated. These yeah. are kids. That's what's hard is these kids don't have a choice until they grow up. And by then it's too late. I mean, they can get vaccinated, but the damage might have already been done. Yeah. They, yeah. They already gave someone ru- rubella. Sorry, I couldn't even remember the name oh, of it. okay. That's how dead that disease is. I couldn't remember its name. Well, uh, you know. Give it a few months, and I'm sure it won't be. What I didn't realize was measles was declared dead in the USA in 2000. I didn't realize that either. Yeah, and now it's back. But they were like, we did it, guys. And, like, creeping up out of the door was like, hey, let's bring it back. Well, they say that uh, vaccines are a victim of their effectiveness. You know, Mm -hmm. the reason why people feel like they don't need to vaccinate their kids is because they don't see these diseases right right. so um you know we didn't live through an epidemic of polio which i don't is that coming back are people not vaccinated against (sighs) polio polio comes back no i'm sure they aren't doing i I can't imagine if you don't get the uh, mmr you're definitely also not going to get polio but if polio comes back i think that will bring vaccines right back because polio is a horrifying horrifying disease Okay, you do think that if it gets that far. If you start seeing kids in iron lungs again, there's no way you're not vaccinated. You're like, all right, take the autism. I'll take extra autism. Give me the double. Hmm. But we are seeing kids with measles. Yeah. Um, Measles aren't that bad. However, measles can turn into something else, which is still incurable. I thought measles were really bad. Am I mistaken? Measles are bad in kids. In adults, they will kill you. Okay. But in kids, it'll, you know, run the course. It's a little bit worse than chicken hmm. pox, but it can also replicate into something else I can't remember the name of that will absolutely kill you hmm. within a matter of hours, and there's no cure for that. That's how Roald Dahl's daughter died. Uh, the guy who wrote Charlie and the Yeah, Chocolate wow, Factory. I didn't know that. I, the huh. vaccine hadn't been invented yet. Okay. Measles, so she had measles, and then, like, she was just about done with measles, was like, I don't feel so good, and then just died. Because wow. it replicates into a different disease. And wow. like he, he dedicated all the shit to his his dead daughter. Enjoy that, everyone. How's the treadmill going? Um, to his dead daughter. And he had a, a very nice essay about why you should vaccinate your children. And this is back when that vaccine was invented, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So should, um, is there a place for paternalism in our government? Yeah, I think it's just one more thing at this point. Sure. I think if if you can get your doctor to write, you know, hey, 
We're good. You good? I popped real hard. That was weird. Um, if you can get your doctor to write, you know, hey, it's com- you know, compromised immune system can't do it. Okay. And, sure. Uh, and the thing is, like, the I don't want to be super utilitarian because one, the autism thing's not real. Sorry. It's not real. doesn't give you autism. Right. But if it gives you other stuff, you know, I'm going to be very utilitarian and be like, bummer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, herd immunity because, like, grandma is going to get the mumps. Right. Right. Uh, as a country, I, I think that we are very individualistic. Mm-hmm. But I think other countries i'm sure like the netherlands i mean that's what their society is based on mm-hmm. uh hence the you know they they're called socialists but he, there's a lot of benefits i mean they're they're always voted like the happiest people like denmark oh yeah the scandinavian countries are consistently voted the happiest uh with their well they they still have a capitalistic system but they have a shitload of socialist um uh humanitarian kind of policies uh, that make life very good for mm. them. They're also so. not full of drunk assholes. Um, anyway, no, they are. Now I think about it. Sorry. I've been told it's really gloomy in um, Denmark. <laughs> That's what I don't understand. So. Like, like in these places are so cold and unforgiving. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we're the happiest people in the world. I'm like, here, here, you're the happiest yeah. people. I live in some place that is mildly cold and gloomy, and it's depressing all the time. Hmm. Maybe that does speak to something. I mean, if you can exist in such an inhospitable place and be the happiest people in the world. Well, maybe it speaks to the fact that being so individualistic is ultimately, like, as Americans, you know, the the pursuit of happiness. We have the right Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. for the pursuit of happiness. But, you know, perhaps we're not happy because we don't have that sense of the you know, the communal good. And, and right. that might not be true. I mean, I'm not saying that Americans are, are um, as individuals, selfish, but I think as a society, we really don't think about, okay, will this benefit uh, my right. community? Will this benefit the country? It's right. a very individualistic, like, no, this if this doesn't benefit me, mm-hmm. I don't think it's good. Right. We have um, in, in America, the, the highs you can succeed to are preposterously, ridiculously high. And the lows are nightmare worlds from which you can never escape. They are. Um, so it's it's hard to play in a society that is a gamble like that. Yeah. Which I get because right. it's like if you don't have a support system that you're born to because no one else is going to provide one to you, um, you're, you're done fucked. You know, yeah. Um, I I was talking about this with one of my colleagues who is from France. I I think he grew up in Paris, and we were talking about how the differences in America. You find people who vote in for the wealthy because they believe one day they will be wealthy. Ah, uh, yes. Whereas. He said in France, so I I don't know if this would be for the rest of Europe, um, there's this understanding, like, I probably won't be a millionaire, Mm -hmm. so I'm not going to vote against my interests now in case I do become wealthy. To tell someone in America that they will never become a millionaire is an affront. That's like an insult. Right. And I'm like, what do you think is going to happen? Right. When I win the lottery, do you play the lottery? No, I don't. Then you're never going to win the lottery. Right. But... 
you're not going to have a rich uncle die and suddenly you get money. Like, it's never, that's never going to happen. But that is so hard to believe in a, a pop culture society where everyone eventually, you know, you know what? Actually, I'm gonna bring this on Harry Potter, which is British, but that's okay. Eventually, one day the owl is gonna show up and be like, "You're a wizard, Harry, and you're the best at this sport you've never heard of, and you've also got a, a bank account full of money." And he's like, "Yes, that owl's never coming." Hmm. I agree. I it agree. Al- it always bothered me that it also made him rich. It always bothered me. Hmm. I um. I read this review about uh the recent Mary Poppins movie that came out. Oh, I've not seen it. I haven't seen it either, but I guess uh, it, it takes place when Jane and I don't remember the little boy's name. Jane and Michael. Michael, there we go. When they're adults. <laughs> yes. And they're trying to save, I think, their their home? Their, sure. Their childhood home. I don't know. And uh, so... They go through the process, I guess. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. So for those who have... Um, Lin-Manuel know. Miranda's there. <laughs> Gets um, shot by Aaron Burr. Wait. But so as it would turn out, they do save the house. Okay. Because that uh, that tuppence that Michael um, threw at yeah. the old banker, yeah. they actually took it, put it in a bank account, and it's been growing interest. So this idea, they were saying, I know, I know, so. <laughs> oh, what a wonderful world we live in where compound interest saved the day. But the Let's argument. Make a kid's movie about it. The argument is that the storyline is you shouldn't worry about material goods, that there's more to life. And actually, that movie proves. Mm, that goodness. movie proved the concept of the first movie was false right that the idea of tuppence to feed the birds is worth more than putting it in a stuffy old bank right so but really you should have put it in the bank what the fuck yeah so that is actually and so yes i guess there's no owl coming and that tuppence that you threw at your father in a tantrum Mm -hmm. no no one went and (laughs) no one invested that for you you. (laughs) so um what do they buy with two two pennies? <laughs> Back in that day, I don't know. I mean, it's the Can same be? amount of uh, bird seed. A bag of bird seed <laughs> is two pennies. So, what did they buy stock in with that? Um, that doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So, um, yeah. So, we're seeing other countries take that paternalistic role, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. I, I agree with that. I think that it's fine that Iceland says, no, you can't come in if you're not vaccinated. I know. And I respect Iceland so much. And they're very difficult language. Um, I'm probably okay with it, too. I can't see any real issues because I don't care about people who, who would... I, I just don't care about soccer moms who wouldn't i know it's a dirty word uh soccer moms who wouldn't who would read false information on facebook and put lives in danger to avoid the possibility of a child becoming autistic even though that possibility isn't real so they'd rather people die than have to deal with a differently able child which is so cruel and brutal in many ways and I want to take them. 
and put their head in a slot, and then a large metal blade could come down and remove their head from their body. If only there was a device that a large metal blade would slide down, preferably French, and cut off their head, and then their head would go in a basket like King Louis. If only there was a way. <laughs> well. Sorry. I, I, I just, I have, I have so little regard for human life to begin with. So when it comes down to people who are wasting it mm. and also probably don't pay taxes. So fuck them. <laughs> I mean, I, I also have very little tolerance. I, uh, so I think I do know people who are anti-vaxxers. Mm-hmm. Um, you think you can get them here? Cause, uh, I could probably build a guillotine. It can't be that hard. A couple of two by fours, big piece of sheet metal. We could do this. Um. No, I, I, I think I do. I think I do know people. Okay. But, um, but luckily, and this just goes to show that we tend to flock to mm-hmm. people who are, um, who have the same opinions as us. Mm-hmm. Most of my friends have very strong opinions in that, like, yes, people should be vaccinated. Um, but I do remember, um, one of my really, really good friends. She posted something about the flu vaccine mm-hmm. um, and how it was something very, like, mild. And and someone posted on her wall, so one of her Facebook friends saying, you know, I don't vaccinate my children because mm-hmm. I don't even think she put in why. She just, you know, so she was clearly this, like, you know, soccer mom, anti-vaxxer. And... Um, I think one of the things that she said was, you know, I, I don't vaccinate because of the side effects. Ah, very good. There's many side effects we all have. Right. Mm. And I put, you know, is death and paralysis an acceptable <laughs> side effect? So, and then, of course, like like most people, she got very defensive and she, you know, she said, you know, what's it to you? Now, I don't know this this girl so mm-hmm. a very a product of our time there i was like <laughs> arguing with a woman i didn't know right. on facebook yes. so um i actually didn't i didn't respond i don't think it's worth getting into those arguments but it did make me think okay what is it to me um well one when it starts affecting society mm-hmm. it it does matter and two, she got, you know, her defensiveness. I really felt like writing back and saying, when you have stupid beliefs, you better be able to defend them. You know what? If you're going to come at me with, with a an, even any unpopular opinion, if you were like, I don't think Avengers Endgame was that good, you better come at me hard with, like, some facts and also some real good shit. Um, and not just because I run an opinion podcast. Like, if you're going to say something crazy like that. Right. Or if you're like, hey godfather 3 was the best godfather movie okay that's insane no one believes that everyone knows that's wrong why are you suddenly right and to be like it's just, it's just, especially with this is not an opinion thing right it's not i mean so uh and i think uh so i i mean i said to my friend Lisette, like mm-hmm. that is just i can't believe that this woman actually thinks that she has a leg to stand on and uh, Lisette was much more diplomatic. She had said to her friend, I think her name is mm-hmm. Claire, you know, I'd love to discuss this sometime. Um, and I I guess it turns out that this kid was <laughs> allergic um, or had some really bad side effects. But, you know, on the whole, though... Uh, from what I understand, once you get your vaccines, you're a little wacky for a couple of days. 
But I mean, so is my cat, you know? My cat's vaccinated, for Christ's sake. Well, yeah. I, I love my cat. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, that's the other thing. If you're going to hold an opinion like that, you should be ready to defend it. Yeah. And you know where you can find it? On on Twitter and Instagram. At top five underscore podcast. Bring it, bitches. Yeah. I would be very interested if anyone's listening and they are um, anti-vaccination or they think that, you know, they have... Uh, I guess, a, a good argument, even mm-hmm. if it's not a good mm-hmm. argument. Um, I would be very interested to hear it. I think what I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to get a trail of anti-vax literature, and it's going to lead all the way up to a polio, vac- or a, a polio disease, the disease polio, in a basket. And it's going to just say, stick head here for free polio. And then when they put their head in the hole, I drop the guillotine like Wile E. Coyote. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's going to be very effective. I think that's going to work. <laughs> I think that's going to work. Yeah, yeah, I, I see great promise in that. Um, so one of the things that, uh, I wouldn't say this is so much paternalism, but mm-hmm. um, Facebook is cracking down on anti-vaxxers. Yes. Uh, uh, Twitter, Twitter, uh, Twitter. Every, everyone, basically. Um, Hulu, Amazon Prime, Netflix. I mean, Amazon Prime, apparently they had five different quote-unquote documentaries Mm -hmm. on um why vaccines are are dangerous and they've taken them off so youtube is even um taken off the like they'll they'll let you put anti-vax videos up but they're never showing up in the if you enjoyed this you might also enjoy these videos Mm. they'll never show up in the these videos or the ads or anything like that which is well it's very noble of them but considering Social media platforms have taken basically two stands in the last 10 years. And one of them is no Alex Jones and the other one is uh, no anti-vax. Yeah. So do you think that that's an issue? I mean, as as a country who really believes in autonomy, um, you know, is that... For a bunch of for-profit private industries to do their best not to uh, not to get people killed. Yeah, I think that's probably a step in the right direction and one of the few. All right. I mean, I so I I think there's value because I've watched these not all of them, but some of them I've watched and I mean, I guess it's easy for me because I I don't believe it in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um but do you, I think there's there's some worth in in knowing what people on the other side of the argument believe. If, I mean, it's if not, nothing else and to harm them with it. Like yeah. a stick, know thine enemy. Sure. Although I understand that if there is, you know, if this truly is spreading lies and and hurting us as a society, hey, it comes back to, you know, are these private companies acting in a utilitarian manner? I guess we can argue they are. I mean, half of it is them protecting their own self-interest. Right. But also doing a good? Holy shit. Consumerism worked one time. <laughs> it worked one time. Um, and here's something that I was kind of surprised by. So... I think certain states are now cracking down on the philosophical um, exemption. So certain states, I think New York is going to become one of them where yeah. that cannot be. Um, but states that are actually pretty strict, yeah. two of them, West Virginia and Mississippi, I read. You know, West Virginia and Mississippi have anti-incest laws. New York does not. The oh, reason okay. Mississippi and West Virginia do, though, is because they needed one. 
Okay. So I, I, whenever there's a law, I'm like, okay, someone fucked up so hard they had to make a law. Um. I don't know about West Virginia actually. I know Mississippi does have one. I feel like West Virginia does. Hmm. Uh. So, I going off that this rule exists because it's needed. When I was in driver's ed, one of the sort of takeaways mm-hmm. when we were going because we were I think going on the freeway or something like that. If you drive into a tunnel, you must drive out. Like, that was one of the things we were told. And I was like, the reason the instructor's saying this is because someone that she was teaching mm-hmm. drove into a tunnel and just stopped. And just like, stayed there? Just She never went into it. But I was like, the only reason she's mentioning it is because some student drove in, either had a panic attack, pulled over. So, yep. Um, it's like whenever you see a sign that's like, no diarrhea in the pool, you're like, who had diarrhea in the pool? I've never seen a sign like that. Someone just posted it. It might have been Liz. This sounds like something, like a sign that she actually saw? Yeah, I someone posted a picture of it on Instaham. Oh my goodness. I think so, it might have been Liz. I, I don't know for well, sure. She is in uh, San Diego, so. Ah, San Diego. So maybe that means a whale's vagina in Spanish. Does it? Does it? No. No. Okay. It's from a movie. Don't worry about it. What movie? Anchorman. Oh, I hate that movie. <laughs> I'm not surprised. It's a very stupid movie. It is. It I watched is the movie recently. Movie. I was like, I didn't remember being this dumb. But I enjoyed it just as I much. swear that is one of the most quoted movies. Yeah, man. Got me through college. All the bro dudes were like, oh, this guy knows I love lamp. And I'm like, I love lamp. I love lamp. Do you really love the lamp brick? Or are you just naming things in the room? Um, yeah. Well, so I know on our last podcast, you gave us sort of a, a, some workarounds. Yes. Um, I don't think there are any workarounds here. I think the takeaway is the, yeah. <laughs> vaccinate your kids. The only, I am, I am curious what we have to do with, what do we do if we meet an anti-vaxxer? And the only thing I could think of was like an expert level of snark. Like, ah. Enjoy polio. I hope your kid doesn't end up in an iron lung. Or, boy, you sure are spreading a lot of disease. You're like a rat with the bubonic plague. And and just extreme shaming was the only thing I could think of. If not to fix the problem, then just to make them feel bad. Because, unfortunately, a guillotine is a very large device and I can't carry it with me. Um, I'm not, as far as I know, I've never invited an anti-vaxxer to the studio or my home. Uh. Well, I guess the question is, do you think, because I don't think public shaming would work because, you know, it's, I mean, I guess now more and more it becomes actually, sadly, a ma- you know, a majority of thought, but like they're mm-hmm. not in the minority as much. But if they are conspiracy theorists, or they truly believe that vaccines are harmful. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. They think they believe they're in the right, and they believe that we're just, you know, sheep following the government, being you, fooled. You know, it's hard. We're at a we're at a point in our our culture where um, I know I bring up flat Earth a lot, but I'm fascinated by it. But where people find out that you know society and the government does believe lies and tells lies, and then they question those lies, which is right. And then they question the next set of facts and they question the next set of facts until it gets down to 
they're just going to believe whatever they want to believe regardless of fact or truth or science or anything and that is becoming a very prevalent thought um uh recently the question was posited to me is the world getting dumber is dumb getting stronger and i think it's just as dumb as it's always been but it's never been so acceptable to be dumb like if you were the big dumb guy like in the 50s you'd be the village idiot and right and, and you'd be like oh yeah that's billy he's a big idiot hey billy and he's like no oh, i'm dumb my guy and you're like yeah he's an idiot he got vaccinated now he's like that <laughs> no it's like um but but you'd be you'd be the dumb guy and you'd be ostracized for being the dumb guy or at least treated like a dumb guy right but now when people come up and they're like vaccines give you autism and i'd be like no, they don't. The book, well, it's just my opinion. I'm like, no, no, no. You can't just exist. You have to you have to feel what I'm saying to you, and it should hurt you. You should be harmed by my words to the point of wanting to change. Or at least no one should listen to you when you're like, I think it causes autism. How come? No, no. You shouldn't have a voice to say that to the internet where you might seem a little smarter or just be able to copy and paste something smart. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I agree. I think that the problem is that information, even bad information, wrong information, it it gets spread. So, I mean, we have so many different outlets that we can voice our opinions. Um, although it wasn't Twitter or a blog or Facebook that got this going. It was Oprah. Oh. Was it Oprah? Well, she, she says a lot of dumb shit. Well, she didn't say it per oh. se, but she had uh, Jenny McCarthy on her show. Oh, oh yeah. What? I don't. Who is this person? She was a model or something. I think she was a Playboy bunny, and there was oh. um, so. And her child got vaccinated and uh, and developed autism. And she said, "I know it's because of these shots." And mm. you know, she's. Not even that influential. Like, this is a woman who was... I only know her from anti-vax stuff. I didn't know she was famous in real life. I mean, this is a woman who... I think one of her, like, photo ops was her on a toilet. Um, I know a lot of people with that photo op, so I'm not sure. hmm. But, um... Yeah, so, wait... So, so she was like a Playboy model, and mm-hmm. and and now we're taking medical advice. Yeah. Oh, maybe these people do deserve to die, <laughs> so, and their children um, horribly. And, actually, and one of the articles I read was uh, a, either a government, a civil servant in Iceland, or maybe it was a doctor, and they said, you know, we we don't want idiots coming in infecting our populace mm-hmm. who believe some playboy model like jenny mccarthy so um i don't she's not i mean i'm sure it wasn't her alone um but you know i'm sure it didn't help that she went on oprah and i don't think oprah argued with her about it i think she was like oh yeah your child got autism we used to play around with oprah um when we were in high school because she would be like boys are wearing the skinny jeans and they're getting infections because their wieners are touching their buttholes and I went, one, Oprah no. said that? Yes. One, or someone, one of her guests, I remember being hilarious. Whoa. And, and I was like, one, they had skinny jeans in the 70s. Don't get me started. And they just had bell bombs on the bottom. And two, 
You wouldn't. That's that's not how a wiener works. You'd have to go over your own balls, separate them, and you would also be sitting on your dick every day. And two, you're packing, bro. So, do you remember was this expert? I'm guessing it was not a male expert. I'm going to say it was a female expert. Okay. But Oprah's also the one that taught us all how to uh, choke ourselves out so we'd pass out. Where you'd, you'd cut off blood supply to your head and then... Was this not a fad where you were? Oh my word. I don't remember any of these. That sounds so, like... It's super dangerous and super dumb and we wouldn't have known about it unless Oprah had told us. That doesn't... I thought Oprah was, like... For soccer moms, that does not sound like a topic of soccer, mo- it w- soccer moms. It was like, what are your kids doing when you're not oh, watching? Okay, that you know I what do they're believe. doing? They're choking themselves out. And we're like, you can do that? How? And they're like, they're going like this, putting their hand here, cradle the head, get ready to catch. And we're like, got it, shaking notes, check, check. Wow. Yeah, we had one kid who was really good at it. I mean, everyone was this I do not. I know that she was kind of like, va- not vampy, but like, a, you know. You got to do a show five days a week. <laughs> Not every day can be, you know, Maya Angelou. I feel like even Jerry Springer didn't have that no, kind of He didn't of topic. teach us. I mean, people might have done it, but he didn't teach us how to do it. Well, um, so, but the point being that, you know, if, if going on Oprah, because I don't actually remember when Jenny McCarthy came out with this, but... I mean, I'm sure Facebook was around, mm-hmm. but that, you know, I remember watching it on TV. So we're in, you know, if that's how it got kind of going, mm-hmm. um, we're in trouble because information spreads. I think part of um, news media, at least, is, well, yeah. here's some crazy thing that might be right or wrong. Here's another crazy thing that might be right or wrong. Here's the truth. That might be right or wrong. And that's a very dangerous thing to play around with stupid people at home who are very susceptible so if you're like well you know i don't know maybe that's the right or that's the wrong and i'm like i'm sorry you're a journalist you're supposed to figure out what's right and what's wrong right and uh, that's part of the work it's not mm. just presenting two arguments and be like hmm seems the same to me it's like yeah, get your get your shit together yeah yeah so and I that's guess... why we take hard hard stands here on the top five network well i think it is important i mean i think we I've heard that our generation is uh, less likely to take hard stands that we're too accepting, um, mm-hmm. and and that's an issue. I mean, it isn't and it isn't, but I don't know anyone in our generation who who believes this. Like, it really is these like forty year old soccer moms, and you know what? I guess I'm not that far away from 40, so maybe it is our generation, but... I wasn't going to say anything. Oh, yeah. Um, I, the fuck is that? I was going to... I would say it's... God damn it, Oreo. Um, lost my train of thought. Oh, I, I don't... I haven't met... I don't know anyone in, in our my social circles, but that's also because I don't know anyone rich enough that this is one of their problems. Uh, that they don't believe in vaccines. Yeah, I feel like you got to be loaded to have that kind of idiocy and still go around without people beating you with sticks. Well, I think that, I mean, I think it's a problem if you're a parent because, I mean, I know my friends who are parents, they are, you know, that's something they now have to worry about. Okay, what if my kid is too young? They haven't been vaccinated with Mm -hmm. this. And especially my friends who live in Washington. So, Mm -hmm. you know, here's the state that, claims it's like the most educated state in the country is that right washington well where else 
I thought it was Massachusetts, maybe. I don't know. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure Seattle and Boston <laughs> would are feuding for that title. And granted, I heard it. I think I read this in a <laughs> Seattle Times article. So oh yeah, that sounds that about might, right. That might say something. You know, the about Buffalo it. News keeps inflating the number of bars we have. Do they? Yeah, <laughs> it's real weird. That's great. <laughs> I'm like, guys, calm down. <laughs> um, so. But it is a very, I mean, yeah, Seattle's very wealthy, so I think you are right. Maybe it is a sort of... I I think it might be, because I just, I can't, I just, I have so much trouble imagining someone who, who works a job, and then they have a kid, and they're like, I'm going to do this on my own. I'm going to find out the smart thing to do and ignore the paid professional that's like, oh yeah, do that thing. Yeah. And I'm like, you couldn't take advice from... A guy who, you know, went to school for eight years. Yeah, I mean, and also maybe the other thing is if you are wealthy, you probably can find a daycare or a private school that doesn't require that Mm. of you. Whereas if you are having to work and put your kid in daycare, I don't think you're going to let some belief, I don't believe in vaccines, Mm Um, stop you like you're gonna do what you need to do to make sure your child is taken and you're also probably a sociopath who only cares about your kid and not any other kid and that's why you got so rich because you stepped on the necks of the proletariat (sighs) okay well I'm okay (laughs) um yeah so I hope that's given everyone some food for thought um I would be very interested to hear whether people agree disagree if they if they themselves are against vaccines if they've had if they believe they've had experiences with vaccines that have caused harm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and yeah uh but on our parting note taylor do you have any last words uh yeah don't forget to rate and subscribe give us all those stars we got a five star so far so don't give me anything lower um and don't forget to follow us on instagram and twitter at top five underscore podcast it's top the number five underscore podcast Next week is Pop 5 with Steve Roselli, and I think Game of Thrones is over by then, so we might be recapping all of Game of Thrones. It is already over? Yeah, it's only six episodes this season. They've already had six episodes? I think they've had four, and if this runs, we might be on the last one, so we'll see. We'll see. Wow, is that it? Yeah, no more Game of Thrones after that. Wow. I mean, you can wait for the book to come out in ten years, but, you know. Are they... Okay. I've given up on the book. Yeah. Hmm. I don't watch Game of Thrones, but I will say that um, I've listened to a few of your... <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. ...your podcasts, and um, it, it does make me kind of want to watch it. Everyone I know watches it, so... Um, all right. Well, I guess that is it. As my father would say, make good choices. Mm-hmm.